Welcome to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpet strollops and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie. And I'm Bean. And stay tuned to hear us talk about tall guys and short kings. To hear my hot cum shots. And Bean's hot cum shots. They're coming. Welcome to Pornhub.com, the country's fastest growing Christian life advice podcast. I'm Susie. And I'm Bean. All right, that was great. Okay. <laughs> uh, this next caller is from Utah. <laughs> um, we don't actually know what we're going to talk about. No. Uh, so, in I contrast mean, to all our other podcasts where we, we had a very we clear idea of what we're doing. We knew. Everything we said was filled with intention and positive energy straight from the universe. Dude, I love positive energy. It came in through my mouth and exited back through my, my mouth. <laughs> circular breathing. Or, no, that would be through your nose. And Wait, what's circular breathing? I think circular breathing is, like, where you are, like, simultaneously, like, taking air in and breathing air out or something weird and Whoa. fucked up like that. That is, it's like, crazy. Enlightenment. That might not be what it is, but I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> Do not take my word for that. <laughs> Do you do any mindfulness stuff? Um, I did at some point, um, you know, like way back when I was kind of like in between therapists and stuff. And um, I liked it, but I'm just so bad about keeping up with anything. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like mindfulness is like a lot of a deliberate, like sitting there, like trying to clear your mind of your like racing thoughts and boy <laughs> i am afraid say, of my own thoughts <laughs> i thought you were gonna say trying to clear your mind of your racism well that too i was like wow i'm glad <laughs> constantly fighting back <laughs> like don't say the n-word don't say the don't, n-word don't do it i know bean does it all the time but you cannot <laughs> do that oh <laughs> uh, that's what mindfulness is for you know yeah all the white nationalists would just meditate they just meditate uh, have some crystals around them maybe yes um anyway come to my white nationalist deconversion <laughs> yoga retreat <laughs> going up oh to the mountains my God. wow that's a lot of things happening at once <laughs> on that retreat white nationalist gay conversion <laughs> mountain retreat i did not say gay conversion I said i'm pretty sure you said gay conversion what did you say i said deconversion oh deconversion we're deconversion <laughs> <laughs> you're just like leading into the fact that you're a racist and like we, um, also i guess homophobic by nature yeah, yeah. it's a gay white nationalist <laughs> <laughs> conversion therapy camp in the mountains of utah okay what's not to love about that hmm? wow yeah, solid point solid point as usual we're three minutes in and i've already like brought up every <laughs> offensive topic <laughs> you can talk about <laughs> and we're off to a good start <laughs> <laughs> okay um, um i don't do any mindfulness stuff you don't um but i probably should because i'm like you're overwhelmed overwhelmed or like depressed if i have a quiet moment <laughs> Dude, that's so real, though. That's how I felt in school, too. Yeah, I was like, if I wasn't busy, I was very sad. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I mean, because it's like when I am busy, I actually do. I am. I do kind of enjoy being busy. I'm one of those weird people, but only to a point. Like, I definitely need to prioritize my my mental health. But then, like, when I have downtime, when I'm so used to being busy, I like just like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean that it's a really weird thing to go through um 
Yeah, where like when you hardcore like commit to like being busy and then suddenly you don't have that anymore and you haven't had like a super strong like kind of like I don't even know what to call it like a mental framework or something going into that or being like, okay, if I take if I remove all these responsibilities, I'm still comfortable with myself and like with the situation and all that stuff. And yeah, like when I was really busy, I didn't have that. And then so when it went away, I was like, you know, I did that for a while. All damn day. So, yeah, it's relatable. Um, Yeah. The university transition has been like tough for me. Let's talk about that. We can. Okay. Dude, I have the nothing. Sad, the sad cast. Sad, <laughs> sad, sad cast. <laughs> Every day of my life. You're listening to sad. I'm gonna cast. pop open my Pringles. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to do a sad cast ASMR. Can you please? <laughs> Fuck. Not again. <laughs> you keep trying to talk, and I'm gonna ruin the audio by just. And now the sound of tears rolling down my cheeks. Susie eating fucking Pringles on mm. my sad cast. Sour cream and onion <laughs> flavor. This episode is sponsored by Pringles. <laughs> and instead of an ad read, Susie's just going to eat <laughs> Pringles into the mic. <laughs> it's a really gross way. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Sorry, I keep like swerving away from the microphone. Um, How the tables have turned. For sadness or for you pulling away? Pulling away. Emotionally and, and physically. physically. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the pullout king in many different ways. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> um, I love the idea that you're pulling out. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Sorry, just envisioning you pulling out in regards to sex. I don't oh. know why that was so funny. Well, you better get used to that because we're gonna be Nina and Lance from Portlandia Dude, for Halloween. I will full. I will full dry hump you in front of everybody if I you want to so. commit that hard to it. I'll do I- it. <laughs> At that one party we're going to where we don't know anyone <gasps> to. Wait. <laughs> absolutely. Like oh, like, oh, who are you? Like, let's show you who like, we are. We'll show you. <laughs> yeah. I, we should, like, make a scene where, like, I come in and I'm like, Nina. And you're like, Lance. Lance. You came back. <laughs> I actually would love that. That would be really fun. I don't I was, know. I was trying to do a, a Nina. Like, I've been trying to do the Nina voice because it's, like, so hard because it's just Fred Armisen's voice. But, like. <laughs> just moved several octaves higher yeah your costume is very complicated because you have to be you're dressing up you're a woman dressing up as a man pretending to be a woman <laughs> yeah. so like how do you interpret that there are a lot know. of layers to that yeah yeah I, mine's easier even but i don't i mean i just have to make my voice as low as possible because yeah. i can't like actively auto-tune my voice right yeah unfortunately unfortunately what were we talking about sadness sadness <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to sad i'm like emotionally pulling out yeah but yeah no go on here because you're talking about the transition to university well i don't want this to be sad but i do okay i mean it's complicated can you like fucking stop eating pringles for one goddamn second i'm trying to be emotionally vulnerable yeah, i'm <laughs> just kidding you can eat your pringles I just thought it'd be a funny bit. What if I like brought hard boiled eggs on? Just <laughs> like Wait. sucking them down. One time, um, I was really hungry in the middle of the night, and I went downstairs to, and we had hard boiled eggs, Ooh. and I like peeled it and brought it back upstairs, <laughs> and our room was pitch black, and I didn't know Sam was awake, and I was just eating. <laughs> I was just eating a hard boiled egg, and he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> just the sound of a hard boiled. <laughs> You imagine waking up in the middle of the night, so <laughs> eating a hard-boiled egg next to you. He couldn't see me; he could just hear it. No, that's what so, it means. Yeah. Like the sound would be so weird. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I'm amazed that he's still with me after that. Yeah, 
Um, it's break the grounds for a breakup. It is horribly. I mean, they smell weird too. One time, um, one time when I was like twelve, this really sticks in my memory for some reason. I was sitting next to my little brother, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Happy brother! Birthday, generic brother name. <laughs> he should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, he was sitting next to me, and I had this really bad fart that like smelled like eggs. <laughs> he was just like he did not put two and two together. He's like, wait, did someone make eggs? <laughs> And I was like, huh, does smell like eggs in here. <laughs> wow. Great story. Vivid fart memories. Yeah, they stick with me. I'm not going to start. I mean, I started the last episode talking about pooping. That was not the last episode. The episode before that was about pooping. The last one we did the listicles. Fuck. Isn't that weird? <clears throat> the time flies when you're having a good time with your pal. With oh. Yeah. Actually, though, it is amazing how quickly. Because whenever I listen to podcasts and people are like, do we already talk about this? I'm like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> But now I'm like, I genuinely don't remember. No, I so <laughs> feel that so hard. I'm like, wait, <laughs> go back and listen to all our podcasts. We're talking about the same thing. Because <laughs> we have conversations outside of the yeah, podcast. So I'm like, did we say that on air? Did or we say that? Or that. at all? <laughs> anyway, sadness. Sadness. Okay. Middle school transition is very, you were to, or at least off the cast, you're like, oh, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm a middle schooler again or something like that. Yeah. I feel like I carry that, um, like that middle schooler in me who's like new just moved and is like new to school and i feel like every time no matter what no matter how much i prepare myself i like every time i transition to a new school i like get that get those feelings again like oh are people gonna think I, are people gonna like me like am i embarrassing myself am i doing the right thing with my life right like right. it's weird because i mean i always feel like I'm over these insecurities and especially at the university I just like I transferred from community college into university and like I have my boyfriends going to the same school I have like an old friends going to the same school I have new friends like you live in the area like it's I'm more connected than I ever have been during a transitional phase in my life and I still like I'm still like surprised how much these feelings of like inadequacy and just like self-doubt always come back interesting so yeah. yeah i mean i think what how many weeks in are we almost like five weeks in yeah or something? yeah we're crazy. coming up you've like almost made it halfway i think it went fast it just zooms by because i commute yeah. to campus and i <laughs> never stop moving but never stop yeah stop grinding i think that's part of it too is like i wake up at like 6 30 and then i'm moving until like 9 p.m and then i'm just sitting yeah mm. what just happened i don't what? know what, what what went down today <laughs> yeah um, um so it's been weird I yeah hope it, i think it'll get better like it always has but yeah yeah i, I mean, was really not expecting it for this transition to be this like dramatic yeah no i mean that's uh it's i mean it's interesting too that you can like kind of like i don't know place the feeling that you have like you know and those feelings of inadequacy and mm -hmm. transition and stuff to being like this is how I felt in middle school and this is like it's weird to keep feeling that way when yeah. you're so far beyond that well I think I don't know if I've talked about it but I literally I from the time from eighth grade to uh what's last grade senior year like I probably <laughs> <laughs> I didn't graduate high school so I don't know I'm um, not <laughs> That's between smart. eighth grade and eleventh grade, because I dropped out in eleventh grade. Like right. I think I went to six different schools, maybe seven. Schools. <laughs> yeah. So I had a lot of um, my parents moved states twice, and I had a lot of uh, school transfers yeah. for various reasons. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, right. Baggage, boys. Baggage. Can you do a baggage episode? We just list out all our baggage. (laughs) This is the baggage episode. I brought in my baggage cart. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm packing Bean's baggage. (laughs) Just mine? Yeah. We don't have time to unpack both our baggage. Not (laughs) even close. We don't even have time for all of my baggage. No, we just have time for a specific (laughs) part of your baggage. Um, Yeah. No, and I mean, because I mean, yeah, and I had a tough transition, too, to the same school Mm -hmm. two years ago. Um, And you had, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had fewer connections, too, because, like, I wasn't going there yet. That's true, actually. You're right. I was more lonely. I guess... Eric was. Eric was there, but I barely yeah. saw him, and he does not like me. I have not seen him on campus yet. <laughs> yes. I remember there was, like, one quarter where I would always see him in the same building, and so mm-hmm. I forced him to eat lunch with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forced him to take a class with me, so that oh. was good. Yes, that's right. Horrible class, but it was good to the see Eric. class. <laughs> yeah, clit, <laughs> but not in the fun way. Um, Sorry, I totally derailed you. No, that's fine. I derailed you initially to make this point. Make sure you got your close to the mic. <sighs> is that close enough can you hear me i'm so close can you hear me yeah okay uh, <laughs> so uh, you, you had a hard time transitioning as well right i mean i think that there's a transition to um to university from a community college is obviously enormous and then um it is weird though it it dredged up yeah feelings that i hadn't mm-hmm. really experienced in a while and um yeah, I mean, it, you're in an environment that's constantly reevaluating, like, what your position is in the world mm-hmm. in general. And then uh, when you're unfamiliar with the environment and just kind of, like, trying to readjust and, like, simultaneously trying to understand the world through your classes and then trying yeah. to understand the basics of your own just, like, functionality, you know, your day-to-day, mm-hmm. hour-to-hour, what the fuck are you doing? So it's a weird thing to be experiencing all at once. Yeah, it's been weird. I, I think it doesn't help that I kind of... Like, I mean, I I really do like my major, and I actually don't expect to change majors. But it's it's something I kind of just picked. I was like, oh, I'll do education. <laughs> like, yeah, education. That's good. Um, and my Teachers. my job, like, I'm as a freelance copywriter, is like taking off at the same time, yeah. and like that's so separate from what I do in <laughs> school that my focus is really split between these two like paths, and I don't think they have to be like. I think I can do both, mm-hmm. um, and I think I can find a harmony between them in the future. But like, ev- it feels like everyone else, like university, is their main thing, and I'm like kind of split between two, which has been weird as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's my baggage. That's your baggage. Just figuring things out. I got to figure out what to minor in too, because I have the room in my credits for a minor. So. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? this is not that interesting. This is just what I've been thinking about nonstop for the last five weeks. (laughs) Start saying sim words while you're trying to... Trying to articulate myself. Wait, I have to... I know I already told it to you, but I have to tell the the Steve Buscemi story. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great segue since I have all this self-doubt about being, like, weird. And, like, especially, like, a specific fear that I'm, like, not as socially adjusted as everyone else because I had such a weird, like, impermanent adolescence. Um, So I was sitting next to this guy in one of my education classes who's in my group. The group I'm going to be with for the rest of the quarter, by the way, so I have to face him again. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, I have to face him again tomorrow. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah.
yeah we were talking he had his phone and he like opened his phone and like really quickly unlocked it and i just saw his lock screen like out of the corner of my eye for like a split second and i thought my brain told me it was steve buscemi and i was like dude that's so funny and instead of like trying to cover my own ass and say like oh what's on your lock screen or like oh can i see your lock i just said oh my god is your lock screen steve buscemi and he's like um no it's my girlfriend and then like he showed me the picture and it was just a normal picture of some girl and i don't know why i thought it was steve buscemi (laughs) but now i can't look him in the eyes because he thinks that i said his girlfriend looks like steve buscemi and um i need to drop out (laughs) oh my god i love that story so much yeah it still hurts but also as soon as it happened i was like oh i can't wait to tell this on the podcast right these painful experiences give us great content. They um, have a purpose now. Yeah. It's very Isn't good. That nice? Yeah. Um, you should change your lock screen to see Buscemi and then show up <laughs> tomorrow and like very deliberately like leave your phone out and like... And then he'll be like, whoa, is your your lock screen Steve Buscemi? I'm like, no, that's my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. And it's just actually Steve Buscemi. I love that. Wait, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think you might want to do that just to see if you can crack this guy. He didn't, the worst part was that he did not seem that amused by it. Like, if that happened to me, I would have been laughing so hard. Right? Like, Like, if somebody asked you, oh, is this Steve Buscemi in your phone? And it's like, your boyfriend? That's funny. That is hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. But no, he just, like, turned red and, like, then we left because it was the end of class. And, like, he kind of chuckled. I tried to play it off. I was like, oh, ha, I just saw it for a split second. Uh, And I was like, made a joke. Yeah. Oh, don't tell your girlfriend I said that. And he's just like, god damn it that's just like every time my humor doesn't land well and i want to cry and i'm like it's so bad guys my jokes are funny guys please laugh with me please laugh or at me at least (laughs) at least give me something yeah uh i don't know it's a great story i hope that i'm hoping he'll just forget about it eventually he he has already he's anything like the student sign member from the uw that's the thing is like he seemed like a very i don't use the term normie often but just kind of a very normal guy you right, know kind right. of graduated high school came in as a freshman te- to the university yeah uh has a nice girlfriend right a steve buscemi girlfriend st- who's dating steve buscemi um <laughs> that's pretty good for him good for him really yeah, yeah he did not seem that amused so that's i don't remember his name but i'm sorry if you're listening to this <laughs> um that's a great story though yeah. yeah i wish i had a funny story like that from the week but well, I you just need to fucking embarrass yourself yeah i need to do it in like more grand ways instead of mm-hmm. just subtly just alienating myself and being like okay <laughs> it's not embarrassing <laughs> it's embarrassing in that i can spend so long working somewhere and not form any real connections with the people that's so real with. i don't know yeah. I always, because I worked at Joanne Fabrics, I think we talked We'd about that in the retail. That. Yeah. I always uh, just Get assumed over it. it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just assumed it was because all my coworkers, or like most, all but like one of my coworkers were like significantly older than me. Yeah. Um. So I just assumed we weren't in the same peer group, but you work with people your age. Yeah. I don't have an excuse like that. Yeah. You don't have an excuse. Um. Yes. Okay. Uh. The transition um yeah all on you i mean (laughs) i do think it's important to talk about though i find i I bond with people really well when i'm transparent and like kind of 
like vocal about like insecurities or something like mm-hmm. where i'm like oh my gosh like sorry this like whole interaction was so weird mm-hmm. i was just like preoccupied thinking about like hyper realistic sex dolls right you say something like that and they're like oh my god that's so funny or like Mm -hmm. like you touch someone's hand max and you're like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm not trying to hold your hand i'm just like clumsy and like (laughs) stuff like that where like to me that's really funny to like break the ice that way yeah but it seems like there's a lot of people out there that don't find that kind of stuff funny and it like hurts me when i'm like trying to befriend someone that i'm like in repeated close contact with (laughs) and they don't find that kind of stuff funny and i'm like okay well that is the thing. I I don't know. I didn't think we had like that unusual of a sense of humor, but it's definitely like I don't know. We're on the edgier side of things. We are and, for like, sure. We're very kind of like radically vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, for and sure. And that doesn't you know it doesn't vibe with everyone, especially like older people in my experience. Yeah, I would like have to slide in these random like weird existential or like inappropriate jokes and they just be like what the fuck what are you because talking about? unlike you you pretend to be normal i do um i just be quiet and then i come out and i'm like hey <laughs> hey guys let's talk about sex dolls sex dolls <laughs> not really that would be very embarrassing but yeah <laughs> you get the idea yeah that's i mean that's true right and i i do that thing a lot where i like yeah you're better at like i can fit in making like fitting in yeah i don't think i'm like bad at it no um, you're not but um i mean to some degree i think that you are a little bit more authentic like you're just yeah you because like you're like oh well i'm quiet and then i say something weird and embarrassing but it's like in doing that you're not gonna form fake friendships and then be like oh actually this person doesn't get my sense of humor at all yeah whereas me i repeatedly do that to myself (laughs) because i'm like you know it's easier to get along with people when you're like oh my gosh you know the office is so funny (laughs) Um, love the office. Love it. I mean, I do love it, but no, not in the way I feel like. <laughs> it's just not in the same way other people do. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just like, it's not my favorite show. Yes, and it's, it's really good. It's not the only show I watch, basically. Yeah. Um, so. so I, you know, I'll like kind of do that just to make the relationships easier and make day to day life easier mm-hmm. and more fun. But like, then when it comes down to it, then you end up with these connections to people who right. then don't really get you when you're like actually trying to be funny or actually laughing really hard at something and you're like oh my god this thing and then they're like this joke is disgusting oh my god i just called your girlfriend see buscemi and they're like no i think i just i think the thing with the office is that people you like they replace instead of having a sense of humor they just like funny things yes and then they reference then they reference but they're not actually like creating new jokes and i'm like it's nice. I mean, it's not fine. everyone has to be funny, okay? No. Not everyone can be as hilarious as I am. We can bear the burden of <laughs> we humor. <laughs> we will carry this load <laughs> for society. You know, it is true, right? Because, yeah, you're, there it's, are some people that just aren't funny. Right. right. And that's fine. And it's fine. a skill like any other. It is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely, like, I found myself accidentally in these, like, like I kind of need my the people that I'm going to be close with and develop stronger relationships with to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. I just have to laugh really hard at things. Yeah, it fills the void. It, also, that's how I get all of my social validation is making people laugh. It's true. Like, that's why for so long I thought my coworkers didn't like me. And then, like, I was talking to Sam about it, and he's like, well, have they done anything to show they don't like you? And he's like, well, they just never, like, laugh at my jokes. <laughs> He's like, do they know you're making jokes? I'm like, probably not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny actually. That just like gave me, uh, like it reminded me of how yeah, at my first job at Fred Meyer, like I worked with yeah, like only women mm-hmm. that were over 
30 i mean eventually there's some younger ladies there but um mm-hmm. yeah they didn't think i was funny at all <laughs> but i knew i was funny like i remember daniel being like no i'm funny just not to this group of people yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's kind of the same deal they still liked me it was just that wasn't what got along but um yeah now now for sure like i need people to know that i have a sense of humor and i can i can zing it sometimes you can you can throw out some zingers it must be different because for me how i know that how how i find people i want to be friends with and how i know that someone likes me and how i know i like someone is if we have a shared sense of humor so that just must not be or maybe maybe people just have like much different senses of humor i don't know we gotta get to the bottom of this we, we gotta start interviewing people <laughs> maybe we're coming off as like really snobby like oh we're funny yeah. and no one else is i mean but, like, well that's the truth there <laughs> sorry was that not obvious? there are other senses of humor but i kind of feel like sorry no being funny is mostly like a an all-encompassing thing maybe i'm wrong just give me like a horrible existential dread because well, now i'm thinking like who is like someone that people think is funny that i don't think is funny and there aren't that many aside from like mainstream like <laughs> late night hosts and shit um what's the guy's name with the puppets <laughs> oh fuck jeff dunham okay but that was the other example was people who are like racist or like sexist right. okay and it's like that's just very lazy humor that's not true. funny yeah um yeah and, you know that is kind yeah. of a good question like popular people that like you know either like within your own social circles or people you run into Mm -hmm. versus like yeah like people in the mainstream media where you're like that's not that funny yeah i'm like even if i come across like as far as comedians go like there aren't i can't think of a single comedian who i'm like i don't like any of the things they do yeah right there's comedians where like a lot of their jokes don't land on me with you yeah but you're not like this person is unfunny well are you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes i mean <sighs> you know like it, th- but like you know you can get back to and just be humor is pretty subjective so right. like to some people that stuff is funny but and also like you know what our parents find funny versus what we find funny yeah. is different so and i wouldn't say my parents lack a sense of humor and i wouldn't say because i think my mom and dad can be really funny sometimes but they not are. all the time yeah so yeah. it's just different. It's just different senses of humor then. Maybe um, it's generational. Yeah. But I think what we're kind of getting at, though, is is talking about people that are, are around our age mm-hmm. and that that theoretically could find things funny, but then don't find the jokes that we're saying funny, even though, like, they're the kind of jokes that would just kill within our own circles. Have we considered that we're not actually funny? No. Not possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write that one off. Okay. Well, I'll I'll put a pin in it. We'll come yeah. Back to it in ten years, when we're listening to this and cringing, it's like, oh my god, fucking twenty year old. Dude, imagine if we started a podcast when we were like ten. <gasps> I would love it. That'd be so yeah. It'd be funny. It would be cringy, but it would be cute as fuck. It'd be like, um, so boxes spelled <laughs> backwards. You take the B and the O out. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Also, I watched the new Johnny Depp movie. I liked it. Johnny Depp is so hot. Oh my god, you guys. He's so hot. <laughs> what else did we talk about when we were 10? Um, The new characters on WoW are really pretty. My Night Elf Hunter is level 31 now. Yeah, and we just found a new... Uh, Robe. <laughs> a new island to play... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What I don't do we know call we this shit? Lots of like, 
I feel like we had a lot of themes of like captivity and marriage. So. Yes. I want to be captured and married so bad. Me too. My greatest fantasy, obviously. Yeah. Um, Why is no one all women's that? greatest all fantasy. women's greatest fantasies <laughs> be captured and married? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, humor. I don't know. I've never taken like a class on humor. Yeah, or, like, I comedy. don't have to because I'm naturally. I'm very sure gifted. there's you could learn. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I could absolutely learn. Um, Dissecting like I said, jokes. What? You just dissect jokes yeah. in the class. I don't know. What were you saying? Oh. Yeah, maybe that's what you do. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say that, well, like, before we even started, I was saying that, like, I still get kind of nervous in social situations that I know I'm actually very competent in. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons I get nervous is because I don't know if the jokes I'm going to make are funny or if they're going to land or if I'm going to deliver them correctly. Mm. You know, like, with uh, with our friend group and with you in particular, it's, like, easy for me to feel confident in saying dumb shit that may or may not land because, like... Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't land, then it doesn't land. But usually it'll, like, get something. And it's, like, we're also still, like, on the same wavelength of it. Yes. It really helps to have a friend with you. Especially, yes. like, someone you can riff off of. That's why I need you to come with me to every new social situation that's I go fine. into. That's fine. I can... Because I need you to come with me. So, like... <laughs> that's our pact, like... Yeah. It does amaze me. Like, first of all, I feel like I'm funnier off the podcast. Like, the microphone yeah. <laughs> makes it hard. It's it's looking at you. It, it's just staring right into my mouth. Like, mm. um, and then it's amazing to me how on th- in some situations I become, like, the center of attention. Like, I'm making everybody laugh. I feel so good. It's like a high. And then in others, like, I literally can't say anything without, like, fucking it up. I'm just <laughs> like, hi, my name is Boom. <laughs> um i have to go (laughs) so fucking real i don't know what happens i don't know what's going on hi my name's um i forgot my name (laughs) i like literally fucked up my name the other day though yeah when i was at like a party they're like i i think i just got confused to what we were like saying like hey i'm they like said their name and i'm Mm -hmm. like oh hi nice to me i'm Susie. (laughs) you know and like in that i fucked up my own name hi nice to Susie. i meet you <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, nice to Susie. Yeah. <laughs> I meet you. I'm gonna start saying that shit. See if they catch it. Uh, they'll be like, uh, <laughs> and then you'll be the alpha. I'll be the they'll be confused. I'm already the alpha, so I'll just be more of an alpha. <laughs> this is the ultimate alpha. No one at this party knows I'm the alpha because I've been sitting in the corner this whole time. But I'm the alpha here. I'm the tank. If I want. <laughs> I'm the tank now. If I wanted to, I could fuck your girlfriend in front of you right I now. I would, but she's just in the other room. I'm soft. <laughs> Too soft right now. Just yeah. thinking about the Gulf War. I <laughs> 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 get soft when I think about the Gulf War. Sorry. Really, I get really hard. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I, I just go to Pornhub's look up the Gulf War. Gulf War. Fuck, okay, that's not funny. Okay. Um, I think it was pretty funny. It's also relevant because I did the Pornhub intro. Oh, yeah. The, we, the wrong Pornhub.com Pornhub. right now. Com. That's something I was going to say, and now it's leaving my brain. Just like my cum. <laughs> I think I can safely say we can just cut this whole part out. <laughs> can we? You say your cum is leaving my brain? Yes. I'm such a cum brain, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're a cum brain, dude. I'm a cum Brian. <laughs> what is cum Brian's from? You were reading something, right? No, that was from a Cody and Noel video. Oh, yes, yeah, that's right. Cum Brian's. <laughs> horny tweets. Episode something. Uh, horny tweets is good. Yeah, they're they're good. I have such a hard on for their content. Hey, <laughs> Cody Co, Bean wants to fuck you. Hey, don't tell him that. 
I just like short programmers. Okay. Because I'm dating one. <laughs> you've, you've like, like gotten a very specific type that and like it's a, just it, keeps fulfilling itself. It is incredible um, how much your type is just shaped by like people you date. Yeah. It's like, because when I, before I had dated anyone, my type was so different than it is now. Yeah. It's like now it's been entirely shaped by my five year partner. I'm just like, anyone who looks like him, I'll fuck. <laughs> I'll fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think it's actually really interesting i think that's also kind of i mean i don't i feel like maybe we've talked about this on the podcast maybe we haven't but just like sorry to our two listeners yeah sorry guys (laughs) but i feel like the concept of having a type two is so not real because it's like it just changes and like this is revolutionary i feel like the people that i've dated have been so different from each other and like Mm I would not say I have a type other than that I don't really like tall guys because how <gasps> dare you. Shit. That's controversial. Hot take. Fuck you, tall guys. I don't have anything against tall guys. <laughs> no, I, I do. I also have nothing against short guys. Yeah. Unlike many. <laughs> unlike most girls. <laughs> um, yes, I think that the like personality type reigns at least to some degree. Like you definitely need. Some- oh, yeah. I definitely need someone who's like funny and like makes me feel safe. Um, yeah, it's good. Like, they're not really going to assault you. Yeah, I can't really date a rapist. That would be kind of <laughs> Yeah, guys, hard. I don't know if I can date a rapist. Even if he's 6'2", I can't date Even a rapist. He, but he is 6'5". 6'5". Yeah. Um, there is a weird obsession with height. Yes. Uh, but do you know what's funny? Is like, I see it online all the time, and I see people complaining about it all the time, but I have not met a lot of... Well, I have... I've met some people, but it's not... I. The more people I talk to about it, it seems it's less prevalent than it is online. But you know what? I'm not a dude trying to date, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I haven't, like, explicitly talked to a ton of people about, like, dating, like, to them Mm -hmm. and being like, okay, real talk. Like, what are we we looking for in our partners? Are short guys fuckable? Real talk. Real talk. Um, (laughs) But the thing is that the people that I have talked to, a lot of them are, like, like into tall guys and they're mm-hmm. always like i mean th- the people that i'm thinking of are like women that are uh like, like hetero women that are like shorter than me and i'm five nine really and they're like i like tall guys and i'm yeah. like okay and then like i'll say something about like being fine if a guy's shorter than me and they're like what like, really oh my god are you a fucking beta <laughs> oh my god and i'm like why is that even surprising at all? Like, because I think in my experience, it's the tall girls who are always like, "I need a oh yeah, that's taller than me." I need I'm a, like yes. six four, so I need like a seven foot man. <laughs> it's like so funny because it's like no, just to lean into it and be that cute couple where mm-hmm. the girl is taller than the. I get off to that when I see a hetero couple that like the woman is taller than the mm-hmm. man. I just think that's like the cutest fucking bullshit I've ever seen in my whole. It's just, yeah, it's like counter life. to the norm, which is yeah. cool to me. But um, I guess people are afraid of that sometimes. My boyfriend is taller than me. He's but fucking I'm also, tall. He's I'm, so tall. I'm also five two. So like, <laughs> when I say that like I wouldn't date a man shorter than me, I just have not met very many men shorter <laughs> than me <laughs> so like i can't really say if i would or not um yeah uh when i was actively dating and stuff like uh short guys didn't like me like no, i would try uh, so well, hard it's a thing with them too like guys want shorter girls because yes. it's like a masculinity thing. yeah for yeah. sure and I, I think it was emasculating to a lot of them I'm like come on guys just want to date a five six dude like <laughs> let me do it i want to be three inches taller you want than a you. short king yeah and they would just they were like no. all the short kings went for the five two hoes like you're me. taking them away from taking me. them sorry um they're all mine yeah 
it's actually funny too because now that i'm thinking like all the people i've been with are like my height exactly that's adorable <laughs> it's yeah like my height i think sam what sam's like five seven seven i think, I think yeah so it's like what four inches i can't do math i literally can't you are not a math anytime i'm put on the spot and i have to subtract like two or three i always fuck it up goof. a lot of anxiety about math <laughs> poor baby but yeah baby. so but it feels like we're the same height most of the time i don't know yeah maybe because like emotionally we're the same Emo- height. <laughs> emotionally i'm five seven yeah <laughs> um Mm. yeah no it's 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 really weird and um you know obviously like you can't necessarily control your preferences and i don't i'm not saying that like if you've never been attracted to someone that's shorter than you like as say you're like a woman dating men Mm -hmm. and you're like just happen to not be attracted to guys that are shorter than you that's not inherently a flaw to your characteristic i just think that a lot of our preferences are shaped by culture and a lot of culture is kind of toxic when we break down what it is and you're kind of like eliminating a lot of super cool people when you're like i won't date anyone that's below this number it's like don't do that don't discriminate by height race weight like all this (laughs) shit like don't be like i'm never gonna date anyone that's this thing because it's like that's inherently limiting yourself no that's like exactly the problem like there's nothing wrong with like i've never been attracted to someone under like whatever but yeah. to say like i will not even go on a date with someone's yes. like just anytime you actually any time you put any kind of preference aside from like sexual orientation yeah. in your like dating bio you're just a douche you're ju- like, that is actually so true yeah, it's like oh no asians <laughs> it's like what what are you talking what about? What are you doing? I'm not racist, but uh, no blacks, uh, Asians, or Latinos. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, whites only. Whites Thanks. only. I'm not racist, but whites only. Yeah, it's like, dude, just stop. Just shut the hell up. <laughs> that, yeah. You don't even, no one is going to make you swipe on, like, short guy. Well, height's the thing is because you can't tell from a picture, right? Like, people can racially discriminate all they want. That's true. But you can't, you can't see the short king energy in a photo. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> see the short king energy. I mean, then they'll notice when you show up on the date. I guess that must be why it's, like, the thing. is because it's, like, yeah. oh, how tall are you? Tall that's the only you? thing I can't tell from your profile. Blah, blah. I mean, I, in the end, too, it's, like, if people are asking you that question, just don't fucking date them. Yeah. I don't care how hot they seem. Like, if their personality is in, like entails this, like, discrimination practice of being, like, how that's tall weird. are you? It's like, just weird. Just stop like they're probably gonna be a shallow person that's the thing like they're probably not gonna really invest much time into like getting to know you because they're so concerned (laughs) with like the not even how you look but like how much space you take up in terms of like how much vertical yeah exactly it's like space what yeah what does that even do look let's get uh, i mean let's get someone on the podcast who doesn't like who will not date short guys and right. let's interview them we know a couple people oh yeah actually we know someone. actually be kind of interesting and then i can berate them and not make any progress and then we'll bring in a bunch of shorties and be like fuck them right now or <laughs> else you're a bigot <laughs> dude that's my favorite that'd be fun i actually think it would be fun to like talk to like shorter guys about their experiences dating yeah we we know a few yeah we know like one we know one <laughs> we can bring sam on he's like uh I've been dating the same girl. I've been dating the one girl that's shorter than me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was mean. Sorry, Sam. I love you. No, that's funny. You're my short king in my heart. You're my short king. (laughs) Um, My frog print. (laughs) (laughs) That's so mean. No, that was from from Portlandia. 
like peter and nance oh, yes peter. you guys are peter and nance i want to be peter and nance you yeah. know that they fuck they fuck like, like crazy. crazy and then and then nance can even go fucking uh g- go it? out with what was that was guy john cena that's yeah, not right not john was cena it? it was um god i don't know who this it's is but anyways <laughs> she just like went out and fucked him and then peter was fine with it yeah peter's like okay we can work through this love it perfect that's great great couples um all my relationship ideals come from portlandia got it true let's be real um yeah i don't know the fi- find Love some me. short guys talk about the dating experience because it's it is an interesting thing it's because it's interesting to think about oh my god sorry i'm gonna i don't want to derail this into my own personal like you can okay um i already started it off with the sad cast yeah this is just me getting into like i follow this artist on instagram because she does like some cool stuff i like her but mm-hmm. she uh is kind of like i don't know just holds a lot of conventional beliefs in terms mm-hmm. of dating like i think that there's a lot of good things to be said that she's saying but um she did like pose this question one time where she's like hey ladies is it like bad to like not date guys that are shorter than you or something mm-hmm. and like a bunch of people were just like like there's this kind of common argument where it's like well guys continually like judge women super super hard by their appearances so mm-hmm. like is it really like our fault for doing that back to them and like i don't know like that's such a common thing and i'm like there's so much encompassed in that mm-hmm. that is like i'm like well to a degree you're right right because i mean you know i can say that like i feel like even just not being like thin and like maybe being a little bit taller there's definitely like some like things where i'm just like oh that guy's not gonna like me you know like that for sure like i think that eliminates a big portion of like who is just overtly just like attracted Mm -hmm. to me and um you know and that's like yeah it's kind of annoying at first where you're like oh come on like so if i were like 50 pounds lighter like Mm -hmm. people would be swiping harder on you but then by the same token you're like well but the people that do like you are generally more authentic which is cool um yeah i I think i mean the truth is like nobody can force you nor should they to like go on a date with anyone yeah it's just a dick move when you put it like you when you're so girls exactly exactly you said like you can reject someone without telling them why it doesn't yeah exactly it does not need to be an explicit like no you're too short you're too short sorry i'm gonna see other people or whatever exactly (laughs) um no and so the thing is is that i also just by that so like in that like in that being like okay but as women we face you know certain like unreasonable discriminations mm-hmm. or whatever from men for dumb dumb ass reasons you know <laughs> they're just like oh i don't like girls who uh, have hands and you're like oh come on damn it um <laughs> every time every fucking time but um but it's like that's not a good reason then to be shitty to like to th- then be just a shitty person back and be like yeah. okay well then i don't i'm not gonna date short guys because mm-hmm. You know, I've had unnecessary scrutiny put on me because of guys. And, like... We should just be less shitty to each other. That's what I'm saying, is that we need to encourage less shittiness. Less ghosting and less shittiness. God, just across the ladies, gents, everyone in between, just fucking be cool, maybe. 
chill out chill out yeah and like accept that we have preferences accept that yeah you're not attracted to that person and move on and then don't be like yeah so i'm never gonna go out with someone that's like this just don't say that just don't tear apart people's self-esteem exactly i've even found myself doing it um i mean i'm not towards me all the time towards you i'm like yeah i can't be friends with people with pink hair sorry Um, i think Um, that they're dumb bitches too goth they're too goth (laughs) (laughs) um i found myself doing it too like trying to reverse so like forcing yourself to like tall guys yeah i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna fuck the six four guy (laughs) i I gotta gotta do it (laughs) no like i'll be in like a group of friends and my partner has a lot of body hair and i know a lot of guys are really like insecure about their body hair but i find it like super sexy Mm -hmm. so i'll say something like to try to make guys who have body hair feel better i'll be like i mean i wouldn't sleep with a like smooth dude that's like a child and then i realize i'm sitting next to my friend who's like doesn't have body hair right right damn it i'm sorry (laughs) i'm so sorry guys i'm sorry i said i wouldn't fuck you constantly yeah Um, so just you know the whole like putting people down right for any purpose it's not not productive you know (laughs) don't do that um yeah just talk about the positives talk about the positives and then you know, it is good to, like, check yourself and be like, okay, like, if I'm finding myself not going, like, I don't know, just in, in the context of dating, if you're just like, yeah, you know, you, you can't examine, like, well, why why aren't I attracted to, mm-hmm. to guys that are, like, six feet and below? <laughs> you know, like, why is that? Do you it's, say why aren't you or why are you? Like, why aren't I? Like, okay, if you're, yeah. like, one of those people that's, like, oh, only dating guys that are, like, six feet and above. Like, okay, yeah. you know, you can you can examine that a little bit and be, like, well, why is that? Is it because, yeah, I want to feel protected? Is it because that's what I just see? Like, I always see couples where the woman's shorter than mm-hmm. the man. Is it, like, all this stuff? And there is, like, there's validity to, to that, to, like, mm-hmm. wanting a partner who can physically protect you. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that he doesn't have to be tall. Mm-mm. I don't know. Also, little Jack short king. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. They go for the knees, um, right for the ankles. But also, if we want to talk about realistic statistics, you're probably more likely to be harmed by the partner than you like the person you're going out with than you are to be just oh, like shit, like saved by them. If that makes sense, so maybe yeah. going, maybe you should go for someone that you can beat up. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's that my is strategy. A hot take. That's what men have been doing for years. Yes, and that's what I am reclaiming it for. My oh my god, I'm just looking at my. Parents. <laughs> My Pringle's trying to stop me from saying death dumb by shit. Pringle. Oh um, god, it's like a sim death. Yeah, and then you just watch it happen, and, and you watch like my ghost float out of my Reaper yeah, comes up, and I have to. Oh yeah, you have to him. rock paper scissors. Is that what you do? I think in so- I thought in like Sims Four you could try to seduce the Reaper. Oh yeah, I s- try to do that all the time. Okay. I'm ever since I started playing Sims, I was horny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was like the early. Okay, we just totally derailed this. I don't remember what you were saying. That was like the. Sorry for my crunches. (laughs) It's pretty gross, but okay. Um, That's the early horny game. Because before I even understood what was happening, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make my Sims woohoo. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Why do I want to do this so bad? I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but they get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you try for a baby? Because you could just woohoo and not get pregnant. Yeah, I don't know. I did both. You know, there's time. Yeah. Time for both. So there was always, like, do you remember the, um, I remember watching this with you actually one time and you're like, look away, this is weird. But you know, like the video that would play when they woohoo for the first time? Oh, I would always try to skip it. Yeah, I did not. I watched it. Well, when I was by myself, I would watch yeah. it. But I remember, like, with friends, I was always so It was like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> they like, sm- it's kind of, I mean, 
you know, for Sims 2, for an E... Oh, wait, no, it's T for teens. Never mind. Yeah. They, like, smack each other's ass and shit. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly pretty cute. Like, looking back, they had a cute... And, like, I mean, Sims was amazing across the board because nothing was coded by, like, gender or anything. Yeah, it was actually... It has always been kind of progressive. Yeah, so good for you, Sims. Except Um, you still can't do polyamory. Oh, that's true. Which always makes me sad because then they, I have to like hide all the relationships so <laughs> they don't so think sad. they're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> they should actually really incorporate that because that seems like right on par with something that they would do. For yeah, I don't think they like have been actively discriminating. Yeah. I think they just haven't like made the code that's, for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a whole other thing to incorporate because mm-hmm. then you have to like pick. You have to like start picking your Sims like orientation, I guess, right? Yeah, and you'd have to be like decide if they'll be upset if they catch one another cheating, <laughs> oh and that's like God. the most the fun part of the game, anyway. Whoa, so, that's like yeah. complicated too. Yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, so your Sims in an open relationship, <laughs> but only with this person. <laughs> exactly, like, it's a lot to program. Um, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, but no, Sims Four did the whole like they totally got rid of like the gender clothing and everything right that's sick and you even instead of picking like male or female you pick like can get pregnant or can make people pregnant or like peace standing up or rock and roll yeah it's like very progressive progressive which is great because i love having weird ass sims well that's the thing like it was just fun to fuck around on that game and i know my siblings because they you know they're playing sims in a more progressive society than i was so they straight up they make their they make gay couples yeah but they make like one of the dudes able to get pregnant so they can like reproduce (laughs) without adopting wow yeah that is future that is that's a future we can only dream of i know i know um, um i this is gonna be so frustrating to listen to because we were straight up in the middle of talking about something i don't know it's derailed to Sims. probably well i was just saying yeah actually you're right <laughs> damn <laughs> I it hate when people do that on podcasts i'm like Argh! i wanted to know it's like edging okay <sighs> well i was talking about like god i was saying I bullshit because i always say bullshit you were saying that you wanted to only fuck guys who were six eight and i was like that's kind of unrealistic <laughs> Susie. dude what if i did like that <laughs> i set that goal for myself and succeeded i would well, you'd have to you'd find like one you just have yeah. to like marry him right away because that's pretty it. rare that's so and he he probably wouldn't marry me you can marry oh wait you were <laughs> saying you needed to date guys you could beat up yes which is revolutionary revolutionary no i mean you know like if we're going by realistic standards of like protection right mm-hmm. yeah you know not to tromp on your dreams tromp on them tromp you on them but like yeah more than like like you're statistically speaking more likely to be attacked by the person you're dating especially if you don't know them that well than you are to like be saved by the person yeah. you know like someone's like ah, i'm gonna rape you and then they jump out and like, actually i'm six four so you can't do that <laughs> yeah i think it's less i mean it's less about like grand savior moments and more about like if you're out with them in public, like guys won't hit right, on you. Right, they're not gonna. And, like, that's true. You know, I don't think it's like because honestly, most of the, I feel like it's really rare you hear about like partners saving each other. Like usually, they both just get victimized. Yes. So, sad world. <laughs> it's not a great world we live yeah. in. Um, yeah, but I d- I like to date guys that I'm gonna beat up. Because I will beat them up I, eventually. I mean, I can't really beat up anyone, unfortunately. Damn it. Um, but, I mean, I... I That's why you should date women. I I, I know. But <laughs> so honestly, can beat them most up. women could beat me up. Yeah, no, so. also that. And I would want a really strong girlfriend. Yeah, you'd want a woman that date, or <laughs> woman that drives a truck. Yeah, I want a country girl. Country, country boys are gross, but country, country girls are Country cute. girls kind of hot. Yeah, I don't, I'm being serious. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's amazing. But like butch country girls, not like the blonde yeah, getting the married <laughs> in cowgirl boots girls. 
my favorite sorry that was very internally misogynistic it was but funny it was I'm funny. sorry country girls i'm sure you're very complicated people it's because i'm thinking of the country girls on tiktok from like yeah, curtis connor's videos and i'm like yeah i can't i can't do, I can't them. do it pam pam sorry um yeah. I do, but like I act like I'm some saint because I'm dating like a five seven dude. But I'm doing you guys a public service <laughs> by dating him. He's significantly stronger and bigger than me, and yeah. I enjoy that aspect yeah. of our relationship. So, really, I can't fucking. I'm just a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite, but we need that going into this. Yeah, I'm. The more I grow up, it's just like I can't avoid being a hypocrite that much. It's very hard. No, we you just have to kind of like acknowledge your conflicting desires that i mean that's fundamentally what it is you have to acknowledge what you're doing and then realize be like yeah i mm-hmm. i'm not perfect but you can still examine and be critical and understand why these things yeah. are the way they are and um yeah don't stress yourself out too much but also be aware because that's that's what that's where the problem comes in it's like it's like people who are not aware not yeah willing to acknowledge fault exactly it's like well it's it, i just only want to date guys that are over six four <laughs> it's like but why like why are you doing of, that like religious hypocrites but i like that you just went straight to like we have to like, bring it back dudes. to tall guys because that's what was on the google doc and that's all the information like, i have in my the brain the worst people in society are girls who only like <laughs> tall guys <laughs> i'm not saying that but you're saying it with your eyes yeah with my I eyes i'm saying it but you guys can't see it <laughs> no i think it's just something that i think about so much mm-hmm. and like it's because it's it's close to me in a way because I've just experienced so many women saying stuff like that and I'm like, yeah. so but why? But why? But why? 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 <laughs> you have to do the why. <laughs> why? Um, I actually so I said that I didn't know very many women who bought into that, but I'm reflecting now, like as a like high schooler and middle schooler, definitely I and all the girls around me bought into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me but too. I'm assuming, I'm hoping that like me, their taste evolved and they realized that types are kind of fake anyway. Hopefully, to some degree. I mean, I think right. Mm. We've already we already yeah, mentioned it. Like types are hard to say. The the verdict, the jury's still out. Jury's still out on that one. I think you can definitely have a type, but it's not as strict as you think it is exactly yeah. exactly it's not as strict as you think it is it's not as strict as like a lot of the arguments for it say to like mm-hmm. the arguments for it say like i don't know the um oh barking oh, we got some boofers i don't know if that's registering probably is it's actually amazing the background stuff you can hear damn it probably probably the whole podcast you can hear me like breathing like raggedly because i have eating a your fucking and eating my pringles i'm sorry boys and you can hear me loading my gun under the table <laughs> As you're eating the Pringles and I get to my wits Fuck end. Her. Fuck her so I hate okay. her so much. One more crunch and it's <laughs> over. That's what you always say to me. Um uh, what was I saying? God, I fuck. don't know. Oh, I guess we were just talking about like oh. preferences and um <laughs> This is a great podcast. This is awesome. I'm yeah, actually types. very into it. They're not real. They're not real. Fuck everybody. And if you don't we, fuck everybody, you're a discriminatory you're, person. You're a bigot. Just admit it to yourself. <laughs> If you're not actively fucking every person you meet, what the <laughs> hell is your problem? Um, Ooh. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's culture defines a lot of what we do, and we just need yeah. to be aware of that. And it's again, it's fine if you are attracted to things that are like culturally acceptable as beautiful. Like you know, if you all are, if your standard is like I yeah, strong Kim jawline. Kardashian, it's not your fault, you know. But but you're gonna have a tough time. But yeah, you gotta recognize that maybe that's not realistic to assume. And also, if you're so, I mean, because there is like you know physical attraction matters, but it gets to a point where it's just like you're just worried about appearance. Like yes. you're not. It's not even physical attraction. It's like how they appear how they appear out yeah exactly exactly and i think that's a lot of the tall thing is that it's like they don't want to be with a guy who's shorter yeah it's like not masculine or whatever yeah yeah so but you know the most masculine guys in the world short kings short kings (laughs) (laughs) we just spend this whole podcast shitting on tall dudes it's not their fault they're tall it's not their fault they're tall but they're given so much weight and like so so many benefits in society yeah. just for being born tall. Oh my god! Wait, Sam was talking about how you can't donate sperm if you're under, I think it's five eight or something like that. Oh it depends on the race, but yeah, depends on the race. Wait, let me look up. Look, dude, let that's look up the wacky shit. Yeah. That's the true short discrimination. Like it actually is. Sperm. No, I mean, and I don't want to get onto like my rantiness about the tall thing, but like, there's so it's many studies that are just like. Tall guys get more promotions, they get mm-hmm. more general respects, they get, yeah, they get more matches on dating I, apps. Yeah, they probably just, like, have more natural confidence, because society has... Because, yeah, we're just like, like Ooh, here's your pedestal, you're already yeah. tall, but here's a pedestal. 5'9". Jesus! Holy shit, that's, like, not even short. Dude, so if I want to go to a sperm bank and get a short king sperm, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> 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 they open the, like, short king file, they're like, oh yeah, we got you. Don't worry. Dude, if it's not Cody Co or Noel, <laughs> they donate their sperm on the regular. Holy shit, dude! Five nine. That's because that's that's the average height of a man in the U.S. Yeah, that's is like five nine. Middle. That's yeah. not even short. That's not even short. That's just like, oh, your average height. <laughs> you shit. cannot donate your sperm. If that's not like just proof of the discrimination that we shorties, it's so weird. Girl, short girls. Don't sperm banks are crazy though. I want to look more yeah. into that that process okay we'll do a sperm donor episode next time i'm writing sperm it down donors sperm episode we should like yeah we should watch like documentaries sperm on cast. it and then give our hot takes on sperm oh, donation yeah and then we should donate sperm live on air i don't think i have any i could probably collect some and bring it in <laughs> see i'm for no reason at all i'm just gonna uh, collect you this just <laughs> bust a nut in this cup real quick, real quick. i'm gonna put it in the fridge for later <laughs> 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 my greatest fantasy please putting it in his parents fridge too <laughs> um they're like what's this i'm like nothing guys don't touch that <laughs> um i don't have an answer but i don't want to answer <laughs> i don't want to say cold cum <laughs> hot cum is bad enough but cold even better you know what the word? Okay, I'm. We're gonna end this on a cum note. Okay. Cum. The worst part about cum is that it's so great in theory, but by the time it's there, you're done and it's not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's beams, bean, beams, beans. Cum take, beans. Cum shot. Sorry. I- <laughs> <laughs> all right all right thanks for listening to strumpet radio oh, hour the podcast God. for strumpets trollops and tarts worldwide i'm Susie, and i'm bean wait are we doing an outro i we're or doing i think it's supposed to be the intro anyways um oh, shout out shit. to uh goodbye did we already say natalie we already said natalie let's say kate have we done kate oh yet? we might have
Bye, Kate. Bye, Kate.